0: You're listening to the Social Spectrum Podcast with Gina Gagliotto. Here we prove that success on social media and in entrepreneurship is not one size fits all and discuss thriving online through the lens of different personality types, lifestyles and neurodiversity. Success lives on a spectrum, so your impossible search for the one right way to grow your online business ends here. On the Social Spectrum Podcast, we'll unfold your right way instead. Let's dive in. My Instagram following may be small, but it is also mighty, at least for me and my business. Digital products made up about 22% of my revenue as a content creator in 2023. And while I don't have a precise number for this, a very large majority of those digital product sales came from Instagram. And the reason I know I have raving and loyal fans on Instagram is because I could sit here and list off a list of names of people who I know will show up for my Instagram content and my offers pretty much every day or every time that they see them. I had about a 40% rate of repeat customers this year, and that is because of the loyal followers and friends that my Instagram content and my offers have created. So today I want to talk about five very little and easy things to implement that I've done to build this type of following on Instagram. So the very first thing I do when I see that someone new has entered my world and they've taken the time to leave a comment and followed me or whatever engagement it is, I will go over to their account and I will learn their name. So before you respond to the comment of whoever has just engaged with you, go over to their account and take it to another level, get to know them a little bit so that you can actually personalize that comment back. Because a lot of times whenever someone comments on your content and you can only see their username, it doesn't include their name, right? It'll be like at fashion girly or something like that. But whenever you go over to their actual profile, it will say their name at the top of their profile. So taking the extra just second to do that or even just to see what their niche is so that whenever you reply back to their comment, you can make it personalized and caring. That will make all the difference because you're taking that time to actually care. You are being authentic and it shows like that kind of ripple effect really does make a difference. Whenever someone uses your name, I mean, even just psychologically, it builds this extra level of trust and of just knowing someone and connection. So I highly suggest implementing that if that's not something that you have already been doing. Now, this next tip has to do with engaging with your followers. However, I will say, no, I am not one of those people who takes 30 minutes per day every single day. To engage with people in my niche or in my community. That is something that I used to do at the beginning. I think that it can definitely give you an advantage if you are starting out and you're a growing account. And I'm sure my account could benefit from it. It's just not something I make a daily practice anymore. However, something that I do to remind myself to engage back with my most loyal. Followers and my biggest fans, quote unquote, on Instagram is whenever I notice that I'm having like a particularly bad engagement day. Like, so for example, say I look at my story views and they're like much, much lower than usual. And I note that in my head that I use that as kind of like a cue to remind me, okay, I should really thank these people who did show up today because a lot of people didn't or you know even if it's just the algorithm not pushing it out i know that the people who the algorithm did push it out to are probably the people who very consistently consume my content so it knew they wanted to see it so one way or another if i'm having terrible views and i notice those people who are there i go over to their accounts and i take a moment to reach out and to give them some nice comments on their page be genuine please don't just like leave spam comments that is not the point of this and that will only make it worse it will have the opposite effect right and you know for me it's also not always a comment like if it is a student of mine or a past customer a past client or someone that i like used to have an inside joke with or whatever like I'll DM them instead and I will be like oh hey how is your progress going in x y and z course or whatever it is that they're in or I'll be like oh hey I thought of you the other day whenever you know insert inside joke so yeah you can make it a totally personal and authentic thing you don't want to make it like oh I'm just gonna leave a few heart emojis on their posts like yes that's nice but ultimately, I feel like these days it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. My next tip for you is a little psychology trick that I love. If you know me, I love talking psychology. And this tip is to use my followers language. So what I'll do is I will go through my testimonials, my, you know, DMs that I've screenshotted and loved. I'll go through Q&A boxes that I have posted to my Instagram stories, and I will see if there are any repeating words. And you will likely find, if you do the same, that there are usually going to be repeating words. Oh, and comments. You can also look through comments for repeating words, DMs for repeating words, if you don't have testimonials or offers or things like that. And what I'll do is whenever I'm thinking of the text that I'm going to put in my reel or my caption or my Instagram stories, I will use that language right back at them because clearly that is what is relatable to them. And that's what they're thinking about. And that is what gets the kind of content that has my loyal fans. I, I don't like the word fans. I don't know why. Friends on Instagram coming to me being like, how are you in my head? And just as a pro tip here, if you do happen to have a list of testimonials or something like that that you can export into a document or an excel sheet or that you can copy and paste anything like that then you can use chat gpt to find repeating words but another thing that you can do that is very effective which is how i found a ton of repeating words is just straight up ask whether it's in a q and a box on instagram or in a question on your feedback forms for your offers etc Ask your audience how they would feel if they got the outcome that you share about. So, for example, I may ask, and I did ask, how would you feel if you woke up as a content creator who was making a consistent and reliable full time income from their content tomorrow? How would you feel in one word and why in one sentence? And I got so many of the same two words. So please feel free to steal that prompt and use it on your audience so that you can start speaking their language. This next tip you may have heard a lot, but I want you to really let it sink in and maybe take it more seriously in 2024 than you have been. Show the mess, mistakes, and misery. You will not believe how much more human How much more friendly, how much more relatable this will make you feel to your audience. No matter how big or small your following is, no matter how much of an authority you feel like, there is going to be some kind of disconnect until you start relating. And it can't just be on a surface level, it needs to be those specific and those raw moments. So, like I said, the mess, the mistakes, and the misery. So, some specific examples of those for me. Would be number one the mess. So people love, 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 love. Like I can't even explain how much they love it. Whenever I share whatever shape my bangs woke up in in the morning. So like whenever I take my hair down in the morning, my bangs stick up like straight up <laughs> all the way. I, there's nothing I can do about it. And I just let them fall how they may. And any time that I can remember to snap a picture, I will snap a picture and post it to my stories and people love it so much because it's like most of the time that's not what they're seeing you know they're used to me posting like a selfie soft smiling and so whenever I throw in that mess they love it and I love it because it starts so many conversations I've had people send me pictures back of their bangs in the morning which is like so I like laughed so loud whenever I got that at first or another example of sharing the mess for me is I have shared multiple times that something that happens in my life is whenever my business is thriving, my house tends to get a little bit messy because I tend to kind of neglect the personal side of things whenever I'm focusing in on business things. So what I'll do is whenever that is the reality for me, I'll share whatever win is happening in my business. So I might say, oh, I just got a $2,000 UGC deal. Yay. Yay. And then on the next slide, I'm like, but don't let that fool you because whenever my business is thriving, my house looks like this because I just want to let them in on that messy moment because that's what's real and that's what's relatable. And then the next one, which is mistakes, I feel like is pretty simple. So share any mistakes that you have going on in your business in real time. So I like to share, I've shared podcast episodes about digital product mistakes I've made UGC mistakes I've made, investment mistakes that I've made, etc. And those are super relevant to my business. But I've also shared about personal mistakes that I've made, like goals that I fell short on as far as exercise or eating habits or book reading goals or self growth or whatever it was. So make sure that you're not too much of a highlight reel because that can end up causing a really big disconnect and kind of diminishing some trust that you could have with your audience. And the last one is misery. Okay, so I don't recommend being miserable all the time in your content and on your Instagram. This is reserved for the times whenever it's real. Okay, obviously, if you are going through it and you want to keep something private, please keep it private. But if you end up being willing to share, you would be really surprised how getting really, really deep and sharing kind of the miserable moments that you have how many friendships and connections that can really cause how many stories you'll hear from your audience with them just DMing back and saying they've been through similar things so for example for me that i would classify as like misery for me is sharing whenever a family dog passed away that we absolutely loved sharing whenever i was getting terrible hate comments and i was really really down about it sharing whenever my ocd is flaring up and I'm having trouble coping with it, sharing whenever accidents have happened with my dog and I'm upset about it or feeling guilty about it. All of these things where I was just sad, (laughs) it might not have had to do with my business or maybe it did, but either way, people are going to show up for you. They're going to let you lean on them. They're going to offer their support. They're going to message you kind messages and Those things can really, really keep you going as a content creator, in addition to building those connections stronger and again, those loyal followers. And the fifth and final tip I have for you today is implementing strategic repetition. What I mean by this is repeating concepts that you know are conversation starters and connection makers. And I don't mean content ideas here, I mean more of things that you can be recognized for and known for, and that may make people think of you in their day-to-day real lives so that you are staying top of mind. So this one's kind of hard to explain without examples, so let me get into those. So if you have been following me for quite a while, you may remember whenever I used to share my coffee pours pretty much every morning or at least multiple times per week. And what I mean by coffee pour is I would pour the milk into my iced coffee. And you know how it does that satisfying thing where it drips down through the ice. I absolutely love that. And so I would share myself making my iced coffee. Well, when I started doing this, I started getting all kinds of DMs of people saying, "Ooh, that looks so satisfying. Oh, what recipe is that? Oh, I use that flavor coffee too you know, whatever it was, people were really enjoying it one and it was starting conversations too. So that is why I strategically repeated doing that coffee pour because it was something that was creating closer connections. And so that isn't something that I continued to do because I switched to hot coffee for a while and I wasn't gonna like, make iced coffee just for the sake of that. Like I still wanted to live my authentic life. So I switched to hot coffee and I stopped doing the coffee pours for a while. But now like just referring to another point in this episode, the bangs pictures, (laughs) now people can look forward to and expect what my bangs look like in the morning. And that's another strategic repetition, right? Because I've already kind of proven that people respond well to it. They love it. It's a conversation starter. And so it's something that I can repeat and know that bonds are being made, basically. (laughs) If you were listening to the intro of this episode thinking, oh my gosh, I definitely could not name a list of my most loyal followers on Instagram, start implementing these five little tips and watch what happens. If you liked this episode, it would make my day to hear about it. Please don't hesitate to share your thoughts on Instagram and tag me at Gina Gagliotto or shoot me a DM letting me know so I can continue sharing episodes you love. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Social Spectrum podcast and leave a five-star review so we can stay in each other's worlds. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Until next time, friend.